Hello and welcome. Almost 30 podcast. So we're glad you guys are here. We're glad you guys are here. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. We're glad you're here. (laughs) Hopefully, you know, hopefully you're doing okay. It's been quite the year. Yeah. Let's take a deep breath, shall we? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I I was talking to Christine last night, one of our friends, and she was like, yeah, in um, December of last year, 2019, you said 2020 is all about shadow work. And wow, did I predict. Yes. Yeah. That's, I remember you saying that. Bless. Bless uh, I, myself. I remember it was a maybe a Healing with April 2 conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at myself and we're now on YouTube and I'm like, oh, cool. Lindsay's got a big black eye. I've got a big old black eye. It's I look like a puppy dog. It's actually kind of cute sometimes. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> I literally, and no one's believing me, but I had just this freak accident with our podcasting equipment which is the best equipment in the world, but it tried to kill me. So. <laughs> but all is well. And it was like kind of... Those inter- those moments are interesting because one, I don't get hurt very often. And like... I know. You kind of forget like... When you said, I was like, did you cry? Yeah, I cried. It kind of felt good. I felt like a, you know, like a little child scrapes her knee and like is overdramatic. Like, I would oh my God. love to do that right now. Yeah. It was that moment where... I, you know those moments where there's a lot of chaos and you become very, very calm? After after I let out a cry initially, I became very, very calm. And it was kind of cool. I was like, I can totally like work any situation. Yeah. <laughs> this is a new me. <laughs> if it's other people, I can be calm. But yeah. Yeah. It is. It's weird. You know, you never get hurt as you go. Not never, quotes. But it's just, you don't have physical pain instances as much. Yeah. You know, when you're little, you trip, you fall, you break your arm. You know, you're doing all these like activities mm-hmm. where you could have physical things happen and you so you have opportunities to cry. And it's like, as you get older, I'm like, oh, would you cry? Totally. Yeah. And I was also thinking, I was like, oh, if this would have happened when I was maybe like 18 or 19, I would have cared a lot about like how I look. Now I don't. Yeah. And it feels very good. We were on a <laughs> we were on a call the other day with someone and he's like, oh my God, Lindsay, your eye. And he's like, and last week, Christy, your, chit, your tooth was chipped. <laughs> I was like, it has honestly been a year. <laughs> I had a chip tooth for a week. I was looking fresh. That's almost 30. It's almost 30, <laughs> honestly. It's just what's happening. But yeah, sending you guys lots of love this week. Truly. We are uh, Thursdays is our solo episode day. So thanks for joining us. As you know, Tuesdays are our interview long form days. But I'm excited about this one mm-hmm. with you. You're experience with Reiki training and just how impactful it's been in your life. And yeah. We'll get into it in a moment, but wanted to just update everyone on what's going on with Almost 30. I know we are home and kind of in situations where we can't necessarily do the things we normally do, but um, that's really inspired a lot of what we're creating right now. So at shopalmost30.com, we have programs and downloadables and digital workshops to support you just wherever you are right now. So everything from your Saturn return to human design, to aliens, to activating your intuition, to anxiety, to plant medicine. Uh, we just have so many resources. So we'd love for you to check that out. Yeah, it's incredible. It's so incredible. We did our last one with Brie Melanson on aliens, which mm-hmm. it was so cute to read the the feedback from people. Yeah, They were like, oh, that was so awesome. And that's been a great way to connect with the community, which has been really profound. And then we also have our apparel, baby. Yep. Wearing the apparel every day. Collab with Danny of Daisy LA. The softest apparel in the game. It's just so soft and cool. And yeah, it just fits just right. You know, it fits perfect with jeans. It's 
you know, I sound corny when I say that, but it's <laughs> you know, true. You know, it's like, they're they're jeans. perfect with your jeans, ladies. <laughs> Aren't you glad we can wear jeans now? <laughs> no more skirts, just jeans. <laughs> but it's true. So shop almost 30 for workshops, downloadables, uh, journal prompts, apparel, and yeah, it's awesome. Uh, so this episode is just me and it's talking through my experience through Reiki teacher training. So I'm Reiki master teacher level. So let's not students of the world. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. But and I walk through the entombment process. So my journey with Reiki and the healings that I've had, my uh, first healing, my experience with Milana Snow, one of our dear friends, and really the growth that I've had with it through um, some of the spiritual experiences, some of the emotional experiences, um, and how it's changed my life and how I use Reiki in my life. So Reiki stands for Ray and Ki, which is universal life force energy. So life force energy that exists all around us that we can tap into at any time which is, you know, the divine, the creator. So yeah, we go into that in this episode and it's just a fun one. It's just really interesting. And, you know, my intention with it is that everyone should know that Reiki or energy, like this life force energy is available to us all. The healer is really the catalyst and you are the whole impetus or you are the creator of your own healing. You are the responsible for your own healing. And through my Reiki journey, it's really been like my mission, my personal mission to just take full responsibility for myself and have my own personal mastery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been really cool too. Still working to on win, it, obviously. Around it. Thank you guys for listening. It means a lot to us. And uh, if this episode resonates with you, it would mean a lot if you passed it along to a friend. Yeah, send it along to one of your... GFs, BFs, NEFs <laughs> that are interested in energy healing. Just want to hear some love. Uh, we really appreciate it. That's how we've grown. We mean mean so much. You yeah. can find us at Almost 30 Podcast on Instagram, Almost 30 Podcast on YouTube. We're uploading videos now so you can come see my sweatshirt that I wear every <laughs> single day. And then I'm at It's Chris on Instagram. And I'm at Lindsay Simsick. Feel free to DM us and uh, enjoy this one. It's going to be a good one about a topic that I truly love, which is my experience going through Reiki teacher training. I am now master teacher certified. Okay. She is master teacher level and I've been really doing it on the low, you know, just kind of behind the scenes and sharing about it a little bit over the past two years. And I'll really share just the whole process during this podcast. So really my intention of this podcast was to take a lot of the conversations that I've been having offline or in DMs or in the Facebook group or with you guys when I saw you before in public when we used to be able to hug each other. We used to talk about, you know, Reiki training, Reiki's impact on me and what my experiences been like. And what I believe is so profound about Reiki is that it's available for everyone. It's accessible for everyone, you know, to go through the the training process. And um, you can use it in a variety of different ways, whether you want to be a healer or you want to really just have personal mastery. Like me, there's so many different uses and ways for Reiki and Reiki healing. And it's been so impactful for me in my life. So, you know, during this podcast, I'm going to walk through my experience with Reiki, some of the profound transformations I've had in sessions, uh, what Reiki is, uh, my intention for uh, my actual Reiki training and attunement process, and then how I use Reiki in my life today. There's a lot of different ways. And I think what is a little bit different about my path is that 
I'm not exactly sure if I'm going to be someone that's healing others and, you know, healing in quotes. Uh, right now, really, my intention is my own personal mastery or my own understanding of my own energy field on its own. And really, you know, these past years have been such a deep, profoundly healing experience for me. And I'm like smiling because it's like my soul being like, oh, this is so healing. And then my human is like, God damn it. <laughs> like gripping the fucking walls. Like, oh my God, this is so painful. But my my sweet little soul knows what it's doing and I have to trust it. So I want to start with just a little bit about healing as a whole. Something that really clicked for me um, when I started and was going through Reiki teacher training was a lot of the teachings from the Law of One. And I did a full podcast episode on the Law of One, which is a channeled text. Um, it's a channeled text from a six-dimensional consciousness or six-dimensional being raw. And it really speaks of oneness. So it speaks of how everything we see is of the Creator. The Creator does not blink at the good or the bad. It is all under the Creator. So it's basically all love. It's really like the unity consciousness feeling. And I'll never forget, you know, when I was going through my two to three level Reiki training, reading Law of One and feeling so profoundly impacted. One of the sections that really resonated with me with Law of One was when I read this part about healing in general. And I thought it really, really made sense as it relates to Reiki. It says, one of the primal distortions of the Law of One, so basically the law of, the law of unity, the Law of Oneness, is that of healing. Healing occurs when the mind-body-spirit complex realizes deep within itself the Law of One. That is, that there is no disharmony, no imperfection, that all is complete, whole, and perfect. Thus, the intelligent infinity within this mind-body-spirit complex reforms the illusion of body, mind, or spirit to a form congruent with the Law of One. The healer acts as an energizer or catalyst for this completely individual process. One item which may be of interest is that a healer asking to learn must take the distortion understood as a responsibility for that who is asking, thus healing. This is an honor duty which must be carefully considered in free will before the asking. So all that to say that healing really is the awareness that there is no such thing as disharmony and perfection and that all is complete, whole, and perfect. And that the intelligent infinity within us, so the divine, the... God source light really through healing reforms the mind body spirit complex to have the illusion of oneness that is congruent with the law of one. So really it's like this healing is a modality to which we can become closer to the understanding of perfection that we are. And also in the law of one um, they talk about the healer you know it is not by example that the healer does the working the healer the working exists in and of itself. So the healer's only the catalyst. And I think that's really important. And I think, you know, you guys probably know this, but within a lot of the healing and wellness world, you are healing yourself. Your allowance of healing is what really is the catalyst for your own healing. And even in my Reiki journey, when I was being healed or I was the receiver of Reiki energy through Reiki sessions, my allowing of this energy in my life and my allowance and belief of it, some may call the placebo effect, which has its, has its place, was how much I changed my life from it. 
So I'll give you an example. You know, I first heard of Reiki healing through Justin's mom, Justin's sweet angel mom. She's actually an angel uh, healer and um, she's a Reiki master. So I think we were like year two or three when Justin and I, when I met Justin's parents. And at this point, we're already living together. We are like locked and loaded. And I go meet his parents. He says she's a Reiki healer. And I'm like, oh my gosh, let's do a session, which is like, and now I look back and I'm like, oh man, that's such a bold move to ask for like your boyfriend's mom to like heal you in a healing session. She was probably like, what are all these blocks? <laughs> like who, like it's like very intimate. You know what I mean? It's like, you guys that have done healing sessions is like, it's pretty intimate. So, but I didn't really know what I was getting into and I didn't really understand it. So we had this healing session um, and she also works a lot with angels. So there was an experience with angels coming, but I didn't feel much of it because I didn't understand what was happening. And I hadn't really had that much of an awakening or understanding of how energy actually works. So I was like, okay, that was cool. You know, it, it was beautiful. And it was probably better because my guides are like, hey, we're going to kind of chill on like telling her all your shadow. <laughs> <laughs> your first time meeting her and like, just let this be really peaceful. But I do remember feeling really peaceful and calm after the session with her. And then, you know, a few years later, I'm moving to LA and I meet, you know, one of my closest friends, Milana Snow, one of the most important people in my life and my world changes. And, you know, she would say the same. We've just really had such a beautiful relationship. And I receive healing from Milana and I have a deeper understanding of Reiki. and you know, everything shifted for me. And once, and this is very me, I'm like a very much an intellectual in that way where I have to really truly understand something for it to, to resonate. And once I understood that Reiki, which stands, which is Ray and Ki, and Ray is like universal life force. And then Ki, which is the same, same as Chi, is energy. So it's universal life force energy. And when I think about, you know, what universal life force energy is, I think about all of the things that exist because of universal life force energy. And that is plants and that is trees and that is like the waves of the ocean. And that is so much of our existence, which truly exists because of energy, like the universal life force energy, which is source or God. You know, when we talk about law of one, it really is the law of one and the infinite creator is this life force energy. So what Reiki is, is the ability through attunement to allow this universal life force energy through you, through your crown chakra, or, you know, the chakras above you, if you're working, uh, you're working with that uh, methodology or belief to allow this life force energy to be channeled through you. And it is not, you know, my own energy. It is not the healer's energy. It is this this life force energy that's working through you with Reiki. So that's, you know, one of the misunderstandings with Reiki healing is that the energy, if I was to, you know, to heal would be mine, but it is really my ability to clear my channel, to clear my chakras. So it is true source energy that is moving through me rather than my own. Because if it was my own energy, I would be exhausted. I would be tired because I'm giving all my energy to someone that, you know, is on the receiving end. But this sort of infinity between, you know, life force and myself and this person that would be healed, in quotes, is really like this beautiful life force like dance that you do. It's this beautiful life force conversation that you have. And, you know, Milana, when we had her, I think it, when we had her on the podcast, 
maybe three years ago. So you can listen to that episode and she walks us through all the uh, the chakras. We talked about something that was really beautiful that changed my life as it relates to energy in general. Milana talked about within her own um, Reiki healing practice, herself or energy healing practice, that she does not get tired because she has very great boundaries, but also that every time she's giving to these people, it is also like feeding her as well. But usually for most energy, it's the energy working through you and there's not an ability with Reiki energy for energy to be going into you because it's just life force. I hope that makes sense. So life force energy works through you and with Reiki healing in particular, you are protected from energy coming back to you. So Reiki, life force energy, universal life force energy. And this is energy when you feel like really good. Like when you feel energy in your body, when you feel energy all around you, when you feel or see as an example, someone, you know, if you fall and bump your knee, your first inclination is to touch your knee, put your hands over your knee because you're essentially, you know, as a gut instinct trying to heal yourself or giving yourself healing energy through your hands. So I learned about Reiki from Justin's sweet mom. I had that first session, which was amazing, but also hilarious because I had no idea what I was doing. And then moving to LA when I was introduced to Milana, I had such profoundly transformational sessions together with her where the first time I did... uh, So I think we met... Oh yes, we met at Summit. So we met at Summit. I was with our friend Biat and... I laid down for my healing. I was in a room with 200 people. uh, And somehow this magical woman was able to get to everyone. And I remember her touching my heart. And I cried for three days straight after that healing. It was like, I didn't... And you know, it didn't really... I didn't put it all together because I didn't know that there are times in which you receive Reiki healing when you have these like energetic clearings or these releasings or these sheddings that happen. So I honestly was like, oh man, I'm having another episode. Like here I am. I was, you know, trying to be a normal person, crying everywhere. I went to the gym and I was on the Stairmaster and I'm like leaning over the Stairmaster trying to use the least energy possible, (laughs) but still be on the Stairmaster. So everyone, you know, so I'm like checking off my box of being on the Stairmaster and I'm bawling. I'm like bawling my eyes out. Everyone's like, dude, chic, okay is she okay? And you know, I wasn't at that time. But after I spoke with Milana and I checked in and I was like, hey, I just want to tell you about this experience that I'm having. I was, we were able to talk through it and it wasn't like something I felt like was bad. It just felt like it needed to go. And I understood that there was like a clearing, you know, there was a clearing process of a lot of grief. When I first moved to LA, it was pretty hard times for me. You know, I had left my job. I was unemployed for a little bit. I was nannying, I was babysitting, all these things. I had was going through my hormone health journey. So I really did have a lot of grief that I needed to release and Reiki really helped me do that. So from that point, I knew that this practice was something that really worked for me, you know, that really was able to help clear a lot of blockages for me. And I've never been afraid of really hard things. A fear isn't one of my main emotions. I definitely have other ones, but it's not something that scared me when this was happening and I felt really called to it. 
So over the next year, you know, getting to know Milana more, her becoming my my main chick and having a bunch of healings. And we also brought Milana to so many of you in Chicago, in Los Angeles, in New York, and experienced the most profound transformational things. You know, we had women all over the world in London too, being so transformed by this energy healing. And so I saw it firsthand and I really wanted to learn and understand what was going on when these women were having these profoundly transformational experiences and learn for myself. You know, I wanted to be able to apply some of these beautiful principles about energy management and energy understanding to myself. So that was really my overall intention for going through the Reiki teacher training process or the Reiki training process was really to just be a master of my own energy, a master and just like a kung just like this like beautiful spiritual kung fu that happens when i'm speaking at an event or i'm in an interview or i'm in a hard conversation and i'm able to just manipulate my own energy to and it sounds weird but it's like just become this like sensei so that i'm remaining neutral that i'm remaining in my best remaining as my best self and i'm really just taking so much responsibility for my energy field. So when I say manipulation of my energy field, it's like, okay, where is my energy getting away from me? Where is my energy getting caught up in someone else's story? Where is my energy being, is, where is my energy leaking? Where is my energy being filled? Where is my energy like not being best used? And this is really what Reiki has done for me is all of these things, which has helped me protect my energy more strongly, has helped me to use my energy more strongly, has helped me to understand myself much deeper. And in so many of the practices that I um, that I follow, subscribe to, or or work on, I think for you know these these years is really just my own self mastery. I think that has been my goal for the past really my whole life. My whole life is this this true self-mastery component, which may change. You know, I might learn, you know, I might try to make it a more service to others piece at some point. Once I feel really right with myself, because I really think that personal responsibility um, as it relates to our own energy is so important. Um, so the Reiki training process, you know, a lot of people asked about the actual process through which you learn Reiki and learn how to work with Reiki and learn how to heal others or provide people the catalyst for their own healing. I did this in Los Angeles with my friend April Fender of Santa Monica Healing. She's incredible. I've gotten sessions from her too that have been wild and crazy. Yeah, we just we have these like crazy shamanic experiences each time we have healing, which is so profound. It's almost scary sometimes. Actually, now that I think about it, in January, yes, in January, I had a healing with Rachel and my higher self came down during my my uh, healing. And April was like, she was super formidable. <laughs> so I was like, just savage. Like, And basically she said that my higher self was like, yeah, it's now or never, not now or never, but the shadow work needs to be real priority. And I had the intuitive hit, you know, all at the end of last year. And even through that time that it was going to be shadow work year 2020. And I think as a collective, it is shadow work year, shadow work years. But even in that session with April, we were able to really channel that and understand its importance in this year. And that was something I'll never forget. April does um, 
Reiki. And then she's like shamanically trained too. But she's been such a beautiful teacher and healer for me and a guide throughout this process. So you know, the way in which I approached it was allowing a lot of time in between these attunements and these levels, and then also doing my own supplemental research and reading so that I was making sure I was approaching it as respectfully as possible. I didn't want it to be like, I don't know, I just wanted to be respectful to the craft. You know, I wanted to be thoughtful about it. I wanted to be doing my due diligence. I wanted to be a good student about it. And I really just wanted to make it something that was important to me and um, have the intention of of love and something that I would use forever. So I got books that I can um, share with you too and put in the show notes that I've read. There's probably four to five that I've been reading over the past year or so since I've gone through the training. And there are essentially three, you know, between three and four. They kind of, some people say there's three, some people say there's four levels for the Reiki process to get to where you are a master teacher, which is where I'm now. And the first attunement, uh, the first one that you have, so the first class that you would essentially have where you get your attunement is your first, you know, where you're becoming a channel for the healing energy uh, as a whole. So it's the first um, ability or option for you to have to be able to channel this Reiki energy. And then you'll be able to give Reiki to yourself or anyone else for the rest of your life. It's really like the magic hands process. So once you're attuned, you're attuned forever. Every attunement always works. Um, it works 100% of the time is what they say. But it really is just something that's really beautiful, even for people that are interested in this, to do some research, find an amazing healer or teacher, and just get attuned to the life force energy to heal yourself. And that was something I really found uh, helpful after the first attunement was using Reiki healing for healing myself. So this meant uh, for me in particular, healing my heart. You know, when I was so desperately trying to open my heart over, you know, that year or so, when I first started to work with uh, the Reiki energy, I was healing myself quite a bit. And I was really working on my chakra system. Uh, so I would go on my third eye if I felt like I needed a clearing or you know, my solar plexus if I needed a little bit of confidence or self-assuredness and really just working on body parts that I felt like really needed it. And then the second attunement process, so if you go from one to two, is really allowing you to perform distance or absentee Reiki, which allows you to send the energy through space and time anywhere. So this level is really considered the practitioner. So it allows you to charge for your Reiki services if that is something you're interested in beyond this point. So what allows you to do the distance or absentee Reiki training through the Yusui process of Reiki is understanding certain symbols that you can apply when you're doing absent or absentee or distance uh, Reiki. And that was something, you know, when I first started to get into the space, I'm like, okay, I can understand if they're in the room with me, but like, how does it work if they're like on a Zoom call? <laughs> you know, I'm like, it's like, I think just wild things and I understand so many wild things, but like even that, I'm like, what do you mean? How does it work? But it really is like, again, you being your own healer and the healer is the catalyst. The space and intention is part of that catalyst. And you know, trusting and understanding that universal life force energy is available to us at any time and place. And this is, you know, with these symbols, the encouragement of these symbols that you learn through your Reiki training, you're able to give this person, you know, the distance or absentee Reiki anytime, anywhere. So, and if you were to move on to level three, you are, you know, able to channel even more Reiki energy and open yourself up to another level of healing, which is what I really experienced. Um, the master level Reiki symbol, you are given that. And then 
through this one, it is really like the most spiritual of all the attunements. So, you know, what they say is that your first attunement, so level one, is physical. It's like a physical feeling or a physical clearing that happens. Level two is the mental one. And then level three is the most spiritual. You know, after all these attunements, people actually have experiences, whether they're tired, energized, crying. <laughs> you sound like miserable. You guys are like, why would I want to do that? <laughs> I'm like tired, crying, like calling their ex-boyfriends, like all this stuff. Okay. But it's really like you could be tired, energized. Like, honestly, I felt first attunement, amazing. Second attunement, exhausted. I was beyond. I was so exhausted. And I probably was pushing myself too much anyways, but I felt really physically tired. And I also felt really fucking psychic. I was like, we did a little bit of a mediumship training in one of our classes. And dude, I was like really picking up some crazy stuff. So I felt super fucking psychic. And then the third one, I felt like my higher self was able to fit into my body better than she ever she ever had been before. So it was really like my ability to truly bring in life force energy, Reiki, divine source, divine creator, my higher self into my body to exist with me and co-create more of the life that I want happened at level three. So that is really the master and the most spiritual. So that one was me, was probably my favorite one. And then to learn to um, attune others. So that's, you know, the the four for some or just like 3B for others. But the four is being able to teach and attune others. So I am now able to attune others to channel the Reiki energy through them, through advanced cleansing and channeling of the Reiki energy. So I learn, you know, teacher level symbols that allow others to receive and give Reiki energy healing. And I want to talk a little bit about attunements. So what an attunement is, it's kind of another thing too about like distance Reiki where it's a little hard to understand because it's a little meta, but an attunement is basically a something that a Reiki master teacher performs on the student. And it is the insertion of symbols and light codes into your crown chakra and your aura that allow you to channel and work with this life force energy. So the master teacher provides these symbols and light codes into your aura that allows you to channel this energy. Wild things I know. I know it's wild. But what is what is life anyways, you know? So with each attunement there are different um different symbols that are used, there's different intentions that are used, and these attunements actually happen pretty quickly and you usually feel the effects you know, pretty soon after. But it has to be a Reiki master teacher that is doing these attunements for the students that can then channel the Reiki energy for others. It's a really powerful spiritual experience. You know, you have Reiki for the rest of your life. You Each of the levels of the attunements does bring on additional benefits. For me, it has been really truly the refinement of understanding my own energy, my own ability to channel, my own strength of my energy, the healing of, you know, issues and problems. And I'm really going through that process now. As I've gone through the process, I've seen interesting things sort of fall off my radar as it relates to limiting beliefs, I would say. And honestly, one of them was my, you know, body, my body I always say issues, but it's like, it feels like, you know, it's like my like high school self. I'm like my body issues, but it it is kind of body issues in in so many short words. You know, my own body conversations, my body limitations, I felt like through the Reiki process because 
I was able to have my spiritual body fit into my physical body much more comfortably, which is very interesting to say, I know. I felt just more comfortable in my body as a whole. And it felt like, you know, this obsession with food really has lessened over the years since I've done a lot of beautiful practices that I talk about in, you know, the episodes I've done on body acceptance, but also through the Reiki training, you know, just understanding the my own energy and the strength of my energy. I've also had more clarity of mind. My intuitive sensitivity is 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 wow. You know, I've this past week I had three situations where it was like super intuitive. We have one of my one of my friends is going you guys know her, Jordan Younger. One of my friends is going out of town and I didn't know it, but I texted her. I was like, "Hey, just want to let you know that like if you ever want to go out of town, I'm happy to watch Hudson your cat." And she messaged me. She's like, oh my God, I just scheduled a trip and I needed someone to babysit Hudson. And it was just like the ping where I was like, hey, if you need someone, I'll support you. And she needed someone and I supported her. And then another example would be the other night I had a dream about one of my dear friends uh, from that I knew, one of my dear friends from Chicago. And I haven't you know, seen her in over a year just because of COVID and everything, but we talk every so often. And in my dream, she was sitting up on this desk and she was writing a children's book and a lot of other things were happening in conversation between her and I. And I shared these things with her and she was like, I literally just started a children's book. And every single thing that we talked about is now happening in my life and you know, completely applies. Um, so whether it's, you know, being more psychically connected through my dreams or just in my waking life, I feel like the Reiki energy has helped increase my intuition or my intuitive sensitivity in quite, quite a, quite a, quite a level of a way. <laughs> We're going to say that. We're going to say quite a level of a way. We're going to make t-shirts that say quite a level of a way. Um, and then it's also just raised my level of consciousness in general. But for others, you know, Reiki could be used to um, ease pain, anxiety, fatigue, depression. It really is essentially, if we think about it, like allowing life force energy or source or God energy to do the healing. So this person, you know, is choosing from a soul level to receive this healing of life force of God energy. And then the energy flows wherever it is needed. So whether that's, you know, back pain or whether that's anxiety, the energy will go there and become in more balance. And that means closer to source or God energy. So I hope that makes sense. I know it's like a little, it's a little out there. And honestly, you know, when I first heard about Reiki, I was like, oh man, that's like a little, a little out there. But it has been so transformational. And, you know, working with April, uh, working with April closely through the training process has been really beautiful. It's been really just encouraging too. And that's one of the things I really love about April and I respect her is that, and I actually want to carry on, is really like the invitation to Reiki, the invitation to this beautiful practice that can help you to just exist in the world much more comfortably and change people's lives if you want to become a healer or understand yourself better or feel less anxious or just become more intuitive or raise your level of consciousness. And it's been one of the most profound transformational things for me and my own personal energy mastery and, you know, my growth process. So I wanted to be sure that, you know, I told you guys about my journey and everything that I've done through it and how I use it. It's not like 
normal. I don't know if it's normal to not use it or to use it in the way that I'm doing it, which is not really to uh, teach or attune people at this moment. But you can do what you want with this universal life force energy, whatever it is. I'll even, I charge my electronics. I charge Justin when he doesn't know it. And I try and charge my little kittens. But in one of the books I read, cats don't like Reiki energy because they think they invented it. (laughs) There's one of these uh, old Reiki books that talks about, they're like, dogs love Reiki energy. Most animals love it. Cats do not because they feel like they invented it, which is fucking hilarious. And so cats. But April Fender, Santa Monica Healing, if you're interested in doing uh, the Reiki training process in Los Angeles, she's incredible. Um, She also does her own Reiki healing. She does distance as well. Milana Snow, one of our closest friends, she does Reiki healing in Los Angeles. She also does distance. And I just want to leave, you know, everyone just again with a reminder, you know, that the law of one so beautifully says, and again, we have that full episode I did on law of one with Aaron Abke, but that really the healer is just the catalyst. You are your own healer and your ability to heal yourself is always there. So just always know that. And I really love this quote from from Law of One. To the one who has carefully opened the door to intelligent infinity, this is ordinary. This is commonplace. This is as it should be. The life experience becomes somewhat transformed and the great work goes on. And I just really love that because it should be ordinary for us to be able to connect with and commune with the intelligent infinity. And once you do, your life transforms and you're able to do great work. And that is my hope for you all, truly. Transform your lives in the best way. Do the work that you are here or made to do. Connect more deeply with your soul. And yeah, I love you so much. I will see you on the next one. And I hope you enjoyed this discussion of my Reiki teacher master training process, journey, and experience. See you soon. Amazing. Good one, sister. Good one. So we have in the show notes, uh, some of the books that I read for this training and for energy work. And then I also gave you guys the names of some amazing healers here in LA. Um, And I encourage you just on your own Reiki journey, just your own self personal mastery of your own energy and connection to divine creator. So yeah. We love you all. You're doing great. And we'll see you on the next one. Yeah. See you soon.